Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Miss Whitman Civics and Economics. So this week, we're going to be starting a brand new unit as we take a look at the three branches of government at all levels, the federal, the state, and the local levels. So we will begin with the legislative branch. Uh, we'll look at each branch separately and at each level, like I mentioned, separately too. So we'll start the legislative branch today at the federal level. So the first slide that you see here is just saying that the branches of government, remember there are three. You have legislative, executive, and judicial, and the legislative, executive, and judicial powers of our national government are distributed through these different branches. So each branch is going to have a different responsibility. Each branch is going to have a different power. So if we take a look at the first branch or the um, first one that is listed in our constitution. Remember the constitution is our um, kind of background or playbook of how our government runs. The first article of the U.S. Constitution establishes the legislative branch. So article one establishes legislative branch, what it is, how it's made up, and who's in charge of it. The main job of the legislative branch in letter B here states that the legislative branch is responsible for making laws. Please make sure you underline or highlight that in your notes wherever you're taking them. Um, that is going to be the number one function of the legislative branch is to make laws. If we're looking at the federal level, uh, the legislative branch makes laws for the nation. Later on, we'll take a look at what legislative branch does at our state and local. So legislative branch makes laws. Please make sure you write that down in your notes, highlight or underline it. The legislative branch is made up of Congress. Another important thing that you want to make sure you have written down. So who makes up the legislative branch? Um, what is it composed of? That means uh, who is really in charge of making the laws? Well, that's going to fall down to Congress. Again, we're looking at our federal level. So Congress is in charge of making laws for the nation because they are part of the national legislative branch. Functions of the legislative branch, what it can actually do, what powers it actually has, are as followed. Now, I will tell you on a test or a quiz, you will need to know at least four out of the six functions or powers of the legislative branch. Um, so obviously write all of these down in your notes, uh, but do kind of try to memorize at least four out of six here. So the number one function, number one power, once again, a legislative branch is to make laws. The second power that or function of the legislative branch is to approve the annual budget. So Congress will approve an annual budget. That budget more or less is kind of like a um, allowance, if you will, for the nation. So how much can the nation spend in a given year? Um, and that amount has to get approved by the legislative branch or approved by Congress. The third function or power that the legislative branch has is it will confirm presidential appointments. So if the president um, picks a new cabinet member or the president tries to get a new Supreme Court justice nominated, Congress will confirm. And we'll come back to that idea, um, the fact that Congress is always confirming things, that Congress is always um, proving something. Um, but for this third uh, function, the third power here, Congress will confirm presidential appointments, whether that's cabinet appointments, Supreme Court justice nominees, um, Congress always confirms. 
Additionally, number four, uh, another function of the legislative branch is to raise revenue through taxes and other levies. So it makes sense, right? If Congress um, is approving the budget and they need more money, Congress will also be the ones that will raise taxes to get to that certain amount that they want. Um, so that's number two and number four here kind of go together. If Congress approves a budget, Congress will also be able to raise revenue to um, increase taxes if they need to get to a certain budget amount. Congress or the legislative branch will also regulate interstate and foreign trade. So any um, things that are sold or um, transported between state lines, the legislative branch will regulate that and then also sold or transported across um, our borders too. So the Congress will regulate that interstate and foreign trade. And last but not least, um, this is a function that most people don't know Congress is actually in charge of, but Congress has the sole power to declare war. Uh, most people think that power goes with the executive branch, with the president. The president can um, suggest going to war, but Congress, remember, always confirms and always approves. So Congress really does have that ultimate power of declaring war. Um, most of the time, Congress will go with the president's suggestions, but that ultimate power does reside in the legislative branch. So again, write down all six, uh, but for test or quiz, you want to know at least four of, of the six here. Um, most likely it'll probably be like a short answer question where you have to write down the four functions, or at least four functions of legislative branch. All right, so going on to our last section of notes for today, and we're going to build on to more information later next week. Um, but Congress, remember, the main function is to make laws. Well, how are laws made? How, how do bills become a law? Um, this is a very, very important slide. Please make sure you write this down. We will spend more time, more activities going over this. Um, but for your initial information, please make sure you have the five steps of how a bill becomes a law. You do need to know these in order. Um, again, we'll have more information um, later next week as we look into the ins and outs of how a bill becomes a law. But on the slide here, it tells you that the very first step of how a bill becomes law is the bill has to be introduced by a senator or a representative, House representative member. So the idea has to be formed. The um, bill, someone's a senator's idea, the representative's idea has to be introduced. Once the bill is introduced, once this idea of the new law is introduced, it then goes to working committees. And in these committees, imagine they act as small groups. And the groups come together, um, listen to the new idea, and then ultimately write what their bill is going to be about, what their law aims to accomplish. So step two of how a bill becomes a law, it goes to committee. Step three, once the committee is ready to present their bill, it's going to be debated on the floor. So when you see um, congressmen and congresswomen trying to um, talk about a bill, they are actually introducing it and then it's open up to debate from their fellow constituents. Um, so step three of how a bill becomes a law, it's going to be presented. It's going to be debated on the floor. Uh, and from there, it's either going to be passed or sent back. So step four, um, I like to keep it as a rhyming technique, step four out the door, meaning that if it starts in the Senate and it gets approved in the Senate, 
it has to be voted on by both houses because Congress is made up of two parts, one part Senate, one part House of Representatives. So step four out the door, um, it's an easy way to remember that it has to be voted on by both houses. If it's passed in the Senate, it has to be go through the first two steps or first three steps rather um, in the House. It has to then go to the House, be introduced, debated and voted on again. So if a bill is to become a law, it has to get approved by both houses. So vote on by both houses is step four. If it gets voted on by both houses, then finally it goes to the president's desk. Um, but even here, there's one last hurdle. The president has two choices. They can either sign the bill into law, making it official that everybody has to follow, or the president has a check or, or uh, um, balance, if you will, on the legislative branch. He can actually veto the bill, meaning that it, it can go through all four of those steps and get voted on by the House and the Senate, but still not get passed if the president chooses to veto it. So you can see here that this is a very, very complex process. Um, this is why the laws that are in place um, take a long time to actually get there because it has to go through all these steps and almost at every single step, it can go back to the very beginning if it doesn't pass um, all five in a row. So the first going through the first steps, one, once again, the bill has to be introduced by Senator and House Representative. Once the bill is introduced, it goes to committees where they work on it and write the bill how they want to present it. Step three, it's debated on the floor. It's presented to the other congressmen and women. It's then um, going to be voted on. Step four, out the door, right? Vote on by both houses. So if it passes in the Senate, it has to go to the House and get voted on and passed there. If and when it is voted on by both houses and approved, it finally goes to step five, which means that it goes to the president's desk and the last hurdle it has to do or go through the bill is um, will it get signed? If it gets signed, it's a bill, the bill becomes a law. If it gets vetoed, then the bill starts all the way back over again. Uh, we will go over this in more detail next week with um, activities. We also have another kind of video to go along with helping you remember the five steps of how a bill becomes a law. But for today's uh, notes, please make sure you have them written down and you go back through and try to remember um, the steps here. And you do need to know them in order for later kind of assessments. But that's going to bring us to the very end of our notes today. Just a short, quick introduction into the federal legislative branch. Um, and once you guys are finished going through the questions for the Ed Puzzle today, check in with me. If you have any questions, you can check in with me as well. And that's going to bring us um, to the end here. So I will see you all next time on Miss Whitman's Civics and Economics. Thank you.